Um, this question is for Professor Sachs. Um, Professor, um, in your book, The End of Poverty, um, you have you gave particular importance in a, uh, the in the concept of clinical economics, in which you mentioned that in every, there is no one, no, there is nothing, there is no one solution to be able to um, apply in all societies or economics, and that every economist must look at it in a clinical point of view and look at every economy as a, as a separate client, uh, as a separate patient. In a um, in a goal towards a greener economy, wouldn't uh, would that um, presumption of a clinical economic also apply? Sp specifically, that there is a difference. There's a big difference in how the environment is being treated in different parts of the world. For example, here in the Philippines, we are more concerned, for example, in air pollution, and in some other economies, they may have different concern. So, um. Assuming on that, um, basing it on your presumption of clinical economics, how would that apply into this um, concept of green society? Thank you. There are some common challenges, of course, uh, that we will seriously need to address. Uh, as an example, uh, is is the challenge of uh, uh, a low carbon energy system. Right now, as you know, we are emitting about 33 billion tons of carbon dioxide worldwide from burning fossil fuel. Uh, and this is uh, leading to the rising concentration of CO2 in the atmosphere at about uh, 2.2 or 2.3 parts per million, leading us uh, into uh, extraordinarily dangerous uh, concentrations of greenhouse gases and climate change. So in principle there needs to be a worldwide shift to uh, low carbon systems and this has to be a commitment uh, essentially undertaken all over the world uh, both by uh, developed and developing countries and especially as developing countries uh, uh, scale up their uh, power production uh, that this is done in a sustainable manner and also as transport uh, is uh, scaled up. But how to do it will depend on the uh, specifics of each country, what kinds of uh, energy resources are available, is there the potential of solar power, wind power, uh, how will countries handle nuclear power, one of the biggest uh, puzzles uh, and actually most pertinent puzzles for the entire world. Uh, does the local geology lend itself to the possibility of carbon capture and sequestration, which is uh, another potential technology but one that has been uh, dramatically uh, under-researched uh, along the lines that Professor Lees was talking about. It might work but it's never really been tested uh, effectively to see both its costs uh, and its risks. Uh, so the kinds of uh, energy resources available uh, and how both nationally and regionally these should be developed requires a very intensive local uh, knowledge. One of the big failures, I should say, of the whole uh, UN uh, climate change 
negotiating system is that there's very little talk about the specifics of technological transformation and how different regions might accomplish it. Instead, we have diplomats talking about the legal language of contracts instead of engineers talking about the practical options that different countries face. We would do much better if our uh, global negotiations were engineering negotiations rather than diplomatic negotiations, I believe, because in this case, the diplomats talk, but they don't actually know what they're talking about. They don't even know what they're negotiating about. I call it a, a poker game with 192 players, one for each country, and they're each holding cards, but they don't know what's on their cards. Their cards are blank because they don't really understand what they're talking about.